Hey y'all and welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I'm your host Ren, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. Usually this is the place where you will hear God stories from my friends that I share, but this episode is going to be a little different. Actually, the whole summer is going to be a little different. I am hosting my first ever summer series and focusing our content on the Enneagram. If you haven't heard about the Enneagram, it is a personality typing system and learning through the Enneagram helps you distinguish your strengths, your weaknesses, and the motivation behind them. It is really intriguing and interesting and it has been so helpful to me in all of my daily relationships. So we're going to share how listeners can get the inside scoop of your Enneagram and be able to use that knowledge to integrate your gifting and talents in your daily life. On the podcast, I desire to share tools that have been helpful to me, whether it be a friend's story who has encouraged me, a book I have gleaned practical advice from, or a podcast I enjoy listening to. So to host this incredible series this summer will be a perfect match for the podcast. Michelle Dyer, a certified behavioral specialist and trained in the Enneagram, is joining me for a special nine-episode series this summer. This is episode 88, and my friend Michelle and I are going to be discussing the Enneagram 2, the helper. I have a lot of friends who are Enneagram 2s, and so I was really excited to talk to Michelle about the specific Enneagram type. Okay, so before we get started, I want to thank the sponsor of today's episode. The sponsor of today's episode is Secrets Savored. Secrets Savored is a Titus 2 discipling tool. Women across generations discover the treasure of community as they practice simple hospitality and apply biblical truth in a home setting. I love that the Secrets Savored ministry is based on scripture, on Titus 2, which says that the older women will admonish the young women. The Secret Savored ministry was birthed out of Diane's heart in order to disciple younger women. I have just finished my second year of walking through this ministry and this study, and I have enjoyed it so much. And I love that the leaders are there for you. They text you to say, I'm praying for you. They show up every week ready to teach you some things in the kitchen, but also to teach you from God's Word. I cannot say enough about this ministry. You might have remembered that I got to interview the founder of the Secret Savored Ministry, Diane Doherty, on episode 13. Y'all, it was one of my first episodes. What I love about Diane is that she is truly using the gifts and talents that God has given her into speaking into young women's lives. And so if you are interested of having this discipleship tool in your homes, I would love for you to check out secretsaver.org. And they have great content over on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram at Secret Savored. All right, let's get to today's episode. It is episode 88, when I bring my friend Michelle on to discuss the Enneagram 2, The Helper. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the podcast. 
Hi, Ren. Thanks so much for having me today. Yes. Okay. You're back, and we are back with discussing the Enneagram and the Type 2 on the Enneagram. So I'm so excited. If you're listening now and you did not get to catch our introduction and talking about Type 1, I encourage you to go back um, into iTunes and to listen to that. But you can use the you can listen to these in any order. Um, but this is specifically about the Enneagram 2, which is called the Helper. So kind of take us into that a little bit and tell me about an Enneagram 2 in a perfect world, who are they? Mm, in a perfect world, A2 is a caring and generous and friendly, warm-hearted person who loves to help others, loves to be involved in ways that are helpful um, and supportive. They're reliable. You know, they really are relational and warm individuals. Mm. And that sounds so warm and fuzzy, doesn't it? Mm, it sounds mm, so warm and fuzzy. So pretty. But tell me a little <laughs> bit about their blind spots, things that they struggle with that we don't see. Yeah, you know, um, a two really, it's interesting because a two really has to be liked. That is a big thing for a two. And so if that, that is not the worst thing in the world right. because... Um, there are some positive things about that, but that also, you know, like we've talked about with other types, that can also be an unhealthy thing. So we're always looking at a person and their type on a spectrum and, you know, there's health and unhealth. And when a two really is not healthy, they need to be needed and they really will sometimes help in ways that are not healthy or help in ways when they don't want to really help, but they want to be liked so much they're going to offer this help. Mm. And it can turn a lot of times into, um, you know, sort of a passive aggressiveness that mm. is not healthy. You gotcha. Know? And when you say healthy, it's not healthy for themselves. Like they see themselves helping others, but then it's really not a healthy step for them. Is that right? That's right. Okay. That's right. And it's also, frankly, it becomes unhealthy for the relationship oh, with that sure. person. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So tell me kind of what their core fears are in an Enneagram 2. Yeah. So um, a 2 is really, their core fear is being unloved. Mm. And so... Oftentimes, twos can struggle with sort of abandonment issues, and um, if they feel, <laughs> I am a two, mm -hmm. so I can speak to this one personally, that <laughs> there are times when a two will, someone will reject their help, and that sort of is a personal rejection mm -hmm. for them, and so what they do is they double down and go help even more, um, which only intensifies the problem with the relationship. So that's really interesting. I, mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So tell me a little bit about um, their, maybe their defense mechanisms is that mm. they have to have when they are wanting to offer that help and not, not getting that in return. Right. Well, um, a two's defense mechanisms are repression. Um, and so many times a two will be able to tell you what every single person in the room is feeling and not be able to tell you what their own feelings are. Ah. So they're extremely emotional people, but sometimes that emotional EQ does not apply to them. You know, they've repressed feelings that they've had because they so much, um, 
want to be um, positive and want to be the person that everybody likes, they're they're not going to express some of those negative feelings that may be factoring in. Mm-hmm. So, so that works pretty well a lot of times in the self denial um, because that's twos are just made to be helpful people. But it's not healthy when it becomes I am completely avoiding my own needs. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also I um, realize this. I have a lot of my friends are twos. It's really uh-huh. funny that mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are twos. And um, and I thought I was a two. I, I had tested and I was thought I wanted to be a nine. And no, I was not a nine. I wanted to be. <laughs> and then I was uh, between a two and a six. And then I, as I took it again, I became I became a six. I, I figured out that's really where, where my core was. But um, I want to read you a quote. I've been reading the book, um, The Road Back to You by yes. Ian Cron and Susan Stabile. And I want to read you a quote in the chapter on Enneagram 2, The Helper. Okay? And okay. I want to know what you think. Um, it's It says, Though they're not always conscious of it, the help unevolved twos provide others comes with tr- strings attached. Mm-hmm. They want something in return. They want love, appreciation, attention, and the unspoken promise of future emotional and material support. Yes. So they have mm-hmm. that where they give and they help and they want to be helped, but then they kind of want it reciprocated. And yeah. what happens if you can't, if I'm on the other end of it too and I can't, or I don't even think about reciprocating that help to them? What happens? Yeah, there's, there's some anger and some fear that wells up in a two. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I want to, you know, specify that is an unhealthy characteristic of a two. Sure. Um, that that is a, the tit for tat type thing, you know, Mm -hmm. is really where the two resides when they're unhealthy. And so they give expecting something in return. And if you don't give in return, then, well, you know, it either (laughs) elicits this anger and resentment, or again, like I said, it, they'll double down and then it sort of becomes like they become needy and forceful with their help. And so... And all the while, the inner dialogue for a two is, I, I'm not worthy. They don't mm-hmm. want to embrace what I'm trying to give. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it can be very, very unhealthy. Now, for a healthy two, mm-hmm. a healthy two relies on God for mm-hmm. the love and the affirmation and the, you know, acceptance, encouragement. Really acceptance exactly and security mm-hmm. that they need so um that too then is free to give as much as they want to not expecting anything in return mm-hmm. and they are incredible givers especially when they're being filled up with the love and affirmation of god mm-hmm. and can give t- to extreme wonderful levels mm-hmm. if you will so well and Tell us how, if we have twos around us, like I do, how do they receive love on as as a two? What can we do to show them that we care about them? I think a two really just, all they really need is for you to say, your help is so great. Thank you so much for what you do for me. And just the appreciation is pretty simple. Um, it, it doesn't even 
have to be that you then turn around and do something of equal measure for them, although that's another great way to go above and beyond. But just a really simple thank you mm. can go a very long way in the acknowledgement that maybe they did sacrifice something to give that to you. Mm. you know? I love so, that. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about um, as a healthy two, um, of what are those really good qualities of an Enneagram 2 that we um, love about them? I think we talked a little bit about it at the beginning, but um, some of those things that they do really well and kind of maybe some things in the workplace or with friends that they that you see them um, thriving in, careers yeah. and things like that. Well, I mean, they're generous, mm. uh, demonstrative, you know, and really willing to go out of their way to be giving and again you know self-sacrificing mm. and again if they're healthy that's okay um, they can self-sacrifice and not feel resentful about that that actually brings them joy so twos very much are um, you know they're so the value and prize being able to give their time away yeah. and find satisfaction in that. So that just makes for a person who is easy to be around mm -hmm. and, you know, supportive um, and really caring and interpersonal, mm -hmm. you know. So as long as they've relied on a on a godly source of affirmation, they can really give that to, it's limitless. Mm, I love that. I have a friend that's a two, and the other day I was really needing some help, and out of the blue, or not out of the blue, because the Holy Spirit really spoke to her and said, you need to check on Ren today. And yeah. so she did, and then I was, I was just thankful that she reached out to me, and then I accepted the help I usually don't accept help mm. and so mm -hmm. for her to do that and then and she said it is the blessing it is my joy to do this for you and she did a huge favor for me three different favors in one day that I just I'm so grateful for and so uh, I, I can awesome. see that in action and I love that okay so here's another question from a friend that's a two and <laughs> I want to ask you this um how do you know when you're going from like maybe a healthy, and we talked about this last uh, week on the episode of going, you know, it, sometimes by, by the end of the day, you're going to unhealthy or you're bouncing back from healthy to unhealthy. How do you yeah. know as a two, if you're going from a healthy to an unhealthy where you might become passive aggressive or maybe are, are wanting, uh, or you're seeing those unhealthy uh, characteristics coming back through? How do you know about that? So, you know, we've talked before about the lines in the Enneagram and how they point to different types that are stretch and release lines. Mm -hmm. So a two's um, release line is to go to the four. And fours are very introspective. Fours spend time thinking about what are the emotions I'm having? Um, what do I need? And so a two can really, really find release and find um, relief by going to therefore and looking internally and saying, okay, I'm saying this to this person and I'm feeling tired and what do I need to do? And then can actually be stretched by going to their eight. The other line of mm. stretch is over to eight. Okay. And eight speak out. Eight say what they actually feel, what they actually mean without fearing the repercussion of other people. Hmm. And so an eight or a two learning to be bold and direct 
rather than candy coating or sugar coating or, you know, being diplomatic and just saying, you know, I don't really want to do that. Mm. And establishing boundaries are so, so important. Every two should have to read the book Boundaries. Ah. Um, I remember that reading that book and being furious because I thought it was poppycock. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't have the right to say no. Who am I to say no? God calls us to be a giver and to be generous with our time. How can I say no? But even Christ had boundaries. And even Christ stole away to, um, you know, be alone and to go internal and think about what his needs were. So I really think a two can be very well served by tapping into that four and thinking about what are my needs and then expressing them. That's good. That's a good word for sure. Um, What else do you want to say about twos? It could be uh, a characteristic that you've seen in your own life or in a friend's life that you or anything else you want to say about twos that we need to know. I think a two needs to hear that at times you need to ask for permission to be a helper. Um, not everybody wants your help. And so you need to think about, um, a prime example is recently I've helped my son with the application process for various competitive, uh, colleges. Mm -hmm. And I realized as I was studying about the two that, um, I had been kind of forceful with that help and kind of imposed that on him when what he's really striving for is some independence. And so we have to be very careful as, uh, as twos to not um, hover, especially as parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be times where we need, it is the hardest thing on the planet to let our children fail because we're tapping into that one wing, right? Mm-hmm. The perfectionist wing that wants to see it go perfectly for our kids. And so we'll swoop in and rescue and save the day. I can help. Mm-hmm. Um when in truth, the very best way we can help is to not offer help at all. So, Wow. That's a good word, too. And we talked a little bit last episode about wings and how uh, it's usually the number on either side of you and that you probably can have both. Uh, you yes. know, it takes two, two uh, wings for the bird to fly, and so there might be two. So a two would have a wing one and then a wing three. And three, tell us a little bit about that. We're going to hit that next week, but um, uh, next time, but... Tell us a little bit about what that looks like with a two, with a wing one and three. So a three is the achiever. Um, threes are ambitious and focused and, you know, they're all about getting the job done and shining in the process. Hmm. So twos very much have, remember that um, twos, threes, and fours are very concerned about image. Hmm. So for a two... They want to achieve, and they want to help in that achievement process. So they're a little bit more focused on the we of achievement rather than the me of achievement. Okay. Um, they want to be part of that achievement and make it possible as kind of the supporters for others to achieve. And so they, again, like I said, sometimes often swoop in and help and mm rescue and in the name of getting a job done when maybe they need to step back and say getting it done is not the most important thing learning lessons along the way is the most important thing Mm, that's good. so yeah 
Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about the Enneagram 2, the helpers. And we will catch you next time. And we will talk about the three, the achiever. Thank you so much. Can't wait. Thanks, friend. Wow, that was great. I really learned a lot about my friends who are Enneagram 2s. I love that. Okay, also I want to tell you the book that I've been reading is called The Road Back to You by Ian Cron and Suzanne Stabile. And in each chapter that I'm reading, they have listed famous people who are those specific personality type numbers. And so I want to come on and just tell you about the twos. And you probably will already guess who the two famous people who are Enneagram twos. It is Mother Teresa and Princess Diana. And you can see that in their lives, how helpful they were. Okay, so I want to tell you something that you did not see. I invited my friend Jenny, who is an Enneagram 2, to join us for recording. And I could tell that this resonated with her. She was nodding her head a lot. (laughs) So if you are an Enneagram 2, or if you have a friend who is, or you might have an inkling that they are, would you forward them this episode? And then you could say, hey, this is a way that you can maybe understand me a little bit better. Or forward it to them if they are an Enneagram too, and they might want to know more about their personality type. I think it would be great, and I would love if you could do that. Okay, that's going to do it for today's episode. I am so excited about next week, June 21st, for the Enneagram 3, The Achiever. I'm really looking forward to it. Go ahead and subscribe on your podcast app so you will not miss any of these episodes. I hope that they will be helpful to you. So we will see you back next week. Remember, we're all friends of a feather. So let's stick together and I'll see you next time. Bye, friends.